them up. Mm-hmm. You can edit this part. Yeah. No, good point. Yeah. What was going on here was I've been sometimes after my my run or mm-hmm. or my workout on my way to work. Like if I don't listen to the radio, Junior, I feel like I get like these bombs dropped on me. Right. Yeah. For some reason, the metaphor of a poem kept mm-hmm. coming back up into my head. I love the idea. Go ahead. Keep going. So it just kept, it kept reoccurring to me. And then right. some young lady at work who works right. with me told me a story about her, her youngest son, who's only two. Okay. Right. And she said that all of her kids, super smart, well-behaved, like the youngest I think is 13. And then they have their newest two-year-old. Okay. <clears throat> He's crazy, wicked, funny, and he's only two. He makes he can make fun of the other kids. He's like n- none of the other kids, right? Mm-hmm. And and the oldest daughter, who goes to college in Chicago, yeah. literally said to his to her mother, "He was sent to you to make you humble." Mama, this is what's up. I've been brought here to make you humble. Oh snap! And she's, and I could tell That's she's good. loving it. She yeah. literally loves how different he is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all the things that I did so seamlessly well with my other kids, and everyone was always like, wow, they're so well behaved. Right. They just don't work on him. That, that, that's right. They don't. That's really cool. And I'm like, yeah, because he's not a science book, he's a poem. Mm. I, and and I heard somebody read a poem, like Junior, yeah. and I'm like, some kids are poems, right. and some kids are science books. And for you, imagine, Junior, you're the parent. You're the mm-hmm. reader, okay? Your job is to read your child. Yeah. When you look at your child and you read your child, you cannot, if they're a poem, you cannot read them like a science book. No. You have to read them by, because a like person... Sp- speaking Spanish and German. Like they're, Amen. He's not going to understand. He's not going to understand, yeah. and... Here's the thing that I think is the most powerful. Okay. Uh, if I read a poem like a science book, a major powerful portion of the poem never gets lived out. Mm. Because the power in the poem right. is not only in the words, the power in the poem is the way the reader recognizes the rhythm of how the poem Yeah. You get it like Yeah, there there was a there was a show on HBO where they would read their poems. Yeah. And it it they have a name for it. I, I, I'm not exactly sure what it's called right now. Where, I mean, there's emphasis on certain words. Yes. Some are sl- they slow down. They, I mean, it's really yes. Po- it's it's super artistic when you see it done. Yeah. So that's what you're talking about. It's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And now you could open up a science book yes. and try to apply that same onomatopoeia or whatever yeah. it's called. Actually, that is completely incorrect. Onomatopoeia is when a word sounds like it is spelled like buzz or ding. Right? Right, 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 you could apply it to that paragraph. It isn't gonna. It doesn't matter in that paragraph. No. The rhythm that makes the poem special is missing from that body of words. But mm-hmm. guess what? Those words in that science book are incredibly important. Oh yeah. They should be read and absorbed in that way. In that way. Yeah. Both of them, Junior. Yeah. Are bodies of words. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Susanna has twins. Yeah, and one twin. Sometimes they seem a l- very similar, mm-hmm. but so many times they are really different. So many times they are really different. Okay, <laughs> I mean they even the look person, the same, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, you're looking when they're looking at each other. It's like looking at a mirror, but 
Um, they're both very different. And I, one for me, he really likes physical touch. He likes to be hugged. And, wow. And his love language is touch, right? Yeah. He kind of like, he, I, I could tell. Cuddled a little bit. Yeah, sure. He, yeah. Yeah. He cuddled a little bit. So if I'm being hard on him, instead of, let's say, let's say you're being, you know, you have to correct a behavior. Yeah. Right. Sure. So you're correcting the behavior and uh, I'm going to use the word picture for both. Right. So one of them, he, you have to be a little stern with him. Yeah. And he really doesn't like to be touched. All right then. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he he likes when you say, wow, you did a really great job. Mm. This is how we like to do it. Wow, that's crazy. So yeah, words that's cool. of, his words of, like the words of affirmation mean way more to him, than, but he doesn't really want you to touch him. Yeah. You know, or hug yeah. him. The other guy, I could tell him he's doing a good job, but when I give him a hug, he lights up like a Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> right? So one of them, when they're going to bed and you're putting him to bed, one of them, he wants you to cuddle with him before he goes to yeah, bed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a weird thing where he'll just like poke your nose or like he's, yeah. he's trying to get your attention, mm-hmm. you know, or he'll like go tickle you. Really, I feel like he's mirroring what he wants. Yeah, that's so, so You tickle him and That's then, so deep. Yeah, I learned a lot of that from the manuscript, the mm. book. You, you, you made a, a, you tell me, you tell a story about a kid running down the hall. Yeah. And it's not that you don't want the kid to run down the hall because he's having fun. Yeah. But it might be like at a, at a, at a China bowl shop. Now look, little Johnny, I know you want to play kickball, but not at your uncle Earl's funeral. You'll never catch me, mom. Yeah, right. that's he right. He's not that's supposed, right. That's bad place not to the run. bad place to run, right? But he can run at the park. So you let him know, hey, this is not the right place to run, but we, I'll take you to the park afterwards if that's mm-hmm. if you want to run, and then just come through with that. I some of those same ideas manifest themselves in on the on, on the dinner table. Yeah, that's you crazy. Know what I'm so when he eats, I promise you, the guy that the physical touch when yeah when he eats he's sitting on your lap if he's next to you because yeah. and you so if you don't want that you're gonna have to sit him somewhere else because wow. if not he's gonna be sitting on your lap because that's part of, like he likes his elbow rubbing up against yours yeah you know what i'm saying that's his love language absolutely man and yet they're the same visually yeah. you can't really make a better comparison about what we're talking about no. here no so so i don't know where we started but we definitely started yeah Right. So Junior just explained that in his life Mm -hmm. are his two stepsons. He has three. Right. But two of them are twins. Yes. And he sees a discernible difference Mm -hmm. in the way that they show affection. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And then what we were talking about before he started telling that story was that I've been having this vision that people can often be like poems mm-hmm. or science books yep. or songs mm-hmm. and the the problem with us having a blanket approach right. to people which was like yes. clearly junior just described that his approach even though these kids i love yeah. you know i the lord is amazing yeah the fact that they look the same yeah 
but your approach with each kid is tailored to yes. not not necessarily catering. Listen to the story that he no, tells no. him. Yeah, Junior's yeah. still in charge of the moment, right. but he realizes because he loves him, he realizes what approaches is most effective with them. Correct. Come on and shoot. Boom. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. ends up being most effective for you. Yes. As a as yeah. a parent, if someone speaks Spanish and you approach them in German, they yeah. are not going to understand. Yeah. I can't approach them both in German. One speaks oh. German and the other one speaks Spanish. Yeah, bro. I can strike and strain. You're going to be yeah. a lot of trabajo. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't going to make sense, bro. Right. It ain't going to say, yeah, yeah. Oh, my so, Lord. so, yeah, for that reason, it makes more sense for me to approach. And then the last one's artistic. Like, yeah. Not autistic, artistic. Artistic, He's which is probably awesome. Super for you. creative, yeah. And a lot of the, his languages all seem to kind of, Mm. intermingle that's funny because that reminds mm. me that's how Roy kind of described yeah. a creative person how yeah. they're really good at a lot of things they yeah. just maybe sometimes because of that they're almost yeah. hard to focus yeah it right is. It is. because I they're to, so good at so many mm. things but I do because I pay attention uh, when I'm around somebody I'll, I'll figure it out yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> yes yes because you're yeah. definitely yeah. an intuitive investor in the people that you're around yeah. I love that I love that about yeah. you yeah and I want to I feel I learned this again from hanging around with you and you know Jay is an incredible mentor because he does he teaches through his own life and the thing you teach through Thank the you. things that you do right I know you're you're like why are you saying this yeah, I but, love you too, but my yeah. point but my point is I might think that I am a really good communicator mm. but if nothing that I am that that I am trying to mm. communicate is, good right is being understood right then I need to adjust. I need to be flexible yeah. enough to adjust those things. And that's what, when I, when I read what you wrote or what you sent me, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh man, there's a lot of, a, a lot of similarities, a lot of parallels to a lot of things that I, 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 that are happening in my life. And I, and I really want to be understood when I'm talking yeah. to somebody because I feel words are important. Yes. Okay. I can, I can speak life. Or I can speak death. Yes. Right. Right. You 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 said one time that the strongest member in the in the body is your tongue. Yeah. Stronger than I mean, it could. Right. This it is could, a biblical principle. We know yeah, this. It could lift somebody right. up, or it could tear somebody down. Yes. So I took that, and that that's kind of like what happened when I read what you wrote. I said, right. "Oh, okay, I get it." Yeah. And what I had sent Junior was entitled just a blanket approach, and mm-hmm. the reason I feel like a blanket approach can really affect a grown man Mm -hmm. like if he's just trying to apply a template that worked especially it was children on my mind i Mm -hmm. love that you came with an exact i mean you can't paint a better picture than what you did is that junior's approach with the way that he shows affection Mm -hmm. he knows he knows what works on each each of his sons Mm -hmm. now what was in my mind was that some people are like poems and some people are like science books. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, I want to, I want, I love rehash that, that our, our yeah. conversation a little bit. So imagine that you open up a poem. Like I think in uh, the ninth grade, Mr. Lavenda required that we wrote a poem. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, because I'm a lot like you. I like, yeah. I was like, I don't know why I had been told that I couldn't write before. Okay. Or I wasn't very good at it. So, but Mr. Lavenda he read my poem, and normally he would say, hey, "You guys, if you didn't know Mr. Lavenda, uh-huh. he usually starts his class. This is this is when I know like the world has changed, yeah. and I'm a little sad because I love this. He would start with public embarrassment. <laughs> Do you remember? Everyone, be seated. 
It is now time for public embarrassment. Yeah, he would read everyone's grade. And if you got better than a C, he would say, Junior Lopez, C, must have cheated, 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 cheated. Do you remember that? Yeah, must have right? cheated. Normally, he yeah, would yeah, say, yeah. flag, and he'd flip them upside down. He would yeah. publicly embarrass everyone on the mess, yeah. right? But he chose to read my poem, and it was about life being like a roller coaster. Okay. But in the end, what I did was the very last line, the very last line was written like a roller coaster. Okay. Right? So it had visual, <laughs> He's doing this. right? And when he read it, I'll never forget when he read it. I'm like, he read it. That's exactly the way I would have read it. Oh, how he, beautiful is it that? It was a beautiful moment yeah. for me because I'm like, he gets it. He gets, he, he felt my rhythm. Yeah. Right? Now, then I go over to Mr. Cosgrove's class and we're talking about mm-hmm. government and econ. I open up one of those books. There's no rhythm. No. It's incredibly important what we're yes. about to read. Yes, yes. Right? But to get the most out of those words... In Lavenda's class, I feel like being a recognizer of the rhythm that was designed by the author yeah. in its creation. Mm. Mm, mm, now, the reason Fernando said, mm, is because it's starting to feel good to him. Here we go. Is how you get the most out of the poem. If you don't recognize that rhythm and utilize it, There'll be an effective set of words. Someone's like, hey, there's a lot of information about roller coasters here. Yeah. Right? But the life that was sown into those words by the author, it's only going to be half used. Yeah. Its purpose mm-hmm. is deeply tied into the recognition of the uniqueness of its creation. <laughs> of the uniqueness of its creation. That's right. Now. Those words in Mr. Cosgrove's class, incredibly important for somebody who's going to make some policy for us and make sure we have better tax laws, right? right? Or going to teach history. Mm -hmm. I'm going to read those differently. They are important, guys. I'm not going to say that. But it seems like it's really easy to read those the way they were intended to be read. Yeah. In paragraph form. Um, I I saw a movie last night that really moved me called Safety, Mm. a football movie. Have you seen that? Movie? I have not seen it. It's a it's a Disney movie. So if you guys have Disney Plus, just look I'm on up, it, bro. Yeah, just look up. It's called Safety. It's a a true life story about uh, a Clemson football player, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I don't it blew me away. But he was very well spoken. The safety, uh, the, yeah. the football player, came from a really you know hard background, and he was standing in front of the NCAA commission right yeah and he was very articulate so while you were talking i i'm replaying the movie i saw last night in my head and he was very articulate and it was beautiful his rhythm was on as he's talking to them and at the end they had a choice to either allow what he was petitioning or or not allow what he was petitioning and and i think there was five people on the board and they each said yes or no whether and at the end the policy the way the commission spoke was more it wasn't articulate mm-hmm. but it was written in a way like what you just explained it was written in a way that it was that this policy now is going to be the new ncaa rule mm-hmm. so there is not a lot of artistic impression in that yeah it was it's more for uh practical Yes. Purposes. Yes. Right. So it, it's practical. Whereas, even though his was, it was practical to me, but it was very artistic. You know. Yeah. So um, I, I guess the the 
the opposites of what was happening in that transition of conversation and communication mm-hmm. was really beautiful. One was emotional and I'm like, I had, I found it hard to swallow. <laughs> and then the other one was very formal and to the point, as a matter of fact. And at the very end, I felt like, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but they've used both scenarios, both versions. They, they used the poem and the science, right? Yeah. For lack of a better word, but yeah, for this. No, I get it. Words. It's perfect. Junior. They used, they used both. And uh, if you get a chance, watch that movie that's towards the end, but it was, I love that because you gave me a picture of a family. Like, okay. Okay. When you just said that, like, guys, you're going to have a daughter in your family that can sing. Yeah. You're going to have a son that's really great at math. Okay. (laughs) And then the funny thing is like the order in which they come can almost dictate what you expect as a parent. Yeah. True. Okay. Especially when that first one is great at math and really successful. Yeah. But the next one is good at magic. I didn't see that coming. Yes. And you're in your mind, you're like, oh my God. Uh, what are you going to do? Like get on America's Got Talent? Mm-hmm. America's Got No Money? You know? <laughs> so the problem is, if you don't recognize that you need to have a different approach with the kid that is a little more artistic mm-hmm. or the kid that is a little bit more creative, you're not going to... Don't worry. God's going to take care of him or her. Yeah. Okay? Don't panic. Yeah. But my point is... You're going to say one day, I wish I could have been a part of that growth. Mm -hmm. And that's almost like robbing yourself. Mm -hmm. And it can be because you are so locked into the blanket approach that you think worked on a completely different subject. Yeah. I don't mean to, you know, bring your children down to the scientific level of being a subject, Mm -hmm. but they are so unique. I look at my own children. Junior just described two of his children. It's crazy to me how, how they're... All three different, but Felicia and Tyrus were very much the same when it came to not necessarily always wearing their emotions on their sleeves. Like Felicia would look the same in the batter's box, even if the game was on the line and she had three balls and two strikes. <laughs> I would be puking behind the, right? right? right yeah. And Tyrus, he had a different look. At, like she would look like it wasn't affecting her. Tyrus looked like he had fire in his eyes. Like he yeah. was, like he, you know, so they were different, but they were also similar where Ryder... You know, sometimes I feel like he's a little bit more leaning towards the, he know, understands the moment, he's not afraid of it, but but he feels the weight of it and I can see it on him. Yeah. They're all so different, guys. You gotta, you can't put that blanket approach on because you're going to miss out on something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the difference between living for the moment and living in the moment. Exactly. I want to live in the moment with the people that I love and enjoy, like, I, th- I saw a video of you when your son lifted, I think, it was yeah. 150 pounds, yeah. and your arms just shot. So, yeah, I couldn't help it. Yeah, you it know, was not pre-planned. I could not help that. You know what's crazy? Yeah. I think people probably thought, Junior, that nobody, that nobody was pre-planned. Thought that. Thank Heck, you, man. No, nobody Thank you, thought man. that. Yeah, me and Susanna saw it. Susanna was like, oh, my God, I got the goose pimples, <laughs> goose pimples on my awesome. hands or whatever. Yeah, so I get it, man. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, thank you for sharing the blanket approach. Yeah, because the blanket approach, you know, is kind of like teaching, right? Yeah, you, not everyone learns the same. We learned that in our last podcast. You know, there's yeah. so so many differences, and 
you know, the way we approach our children or our friends, our family members or Joe Schmo down the street, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's very important, you know, that, yeah. that awareness of, huh, what makes that person tick, you know, in a good way. Yeah, I love that you mentioned Susanna too. Like, for yeah. example, does Susanna use the same half inch impact on every <laughs> on every set of struts that she changes out in a Range Rover? Uh, all I heard was wow, wow, wow. Yeah, wah, yeah. Wah. I don't even I know mean, what that means. Your, your yeah. lady is an incredible. Yeah, like, she's, she's a mechanic, right? Yeah, yeah. She she'll come and tell me some crazy stuff that she did at work, and I'm like, how? Can you just send me a video? Yeah, send hey, me girl. a video. Then. And by the way, can you change my alternator because it ain't working right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's on it. I got a list of stuff. So big fellas, be yeah. careful of a blank blanket approach. Understand that it isn't just robbing maybe guys, we're always talking about awareness. It's not mm-hmm. just self-awareness. Imagine yeah. your family. You're looking at your kingdom. You're sitting there yeah. in your kitchen. You're looking, you're like, God blessed you with children who are different for a reason. For the fulfillment of your family. I love that. I want to add that it is basic guy stuff. <laughs> you keep going back see, it is because it is the fellas. You see the potential and the gifts that your children have before anyone. Before anyone. Before anyone. Before anyone. You do. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's that's a, a guy dude, thing. You see them. That's you a guy thing. I just want to end with that, fellas. That's it. Remember that it's instinctual. We like it. Just happens in yeah. us, and we see it. And it would be a shame to Amen. not tend to that field and yeah. allow I that field it. to bloom. Especially when, like, we have that in us Amen. to do. Right? Today, Junior, because yeah. you said today. that. Yeah. Listen to what happened today. And then we're, we're done. Yeah. That was because that's how we need to sum up what he just said. You, fathers, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you see it. Yeah. Today, Ryder deadlift 300 pounds. He's 13 years old. <sighs> he deadlift 300 pounds. He turned around. He's like, I can't believe I did that. You know what I said? I'm his dad. I yeah. said, son, you were made for this. Oh, sure. <laughs> That's it, dude. Yeah. It's it, you guys. Yeah. You know why? I know. Yeah. You, nobody can tell me otherwise. I'm his dad. Junior, junior said it. He yeah. just said it. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you again for sharing, man. I'm Fernando Lopez Jr. I'm Jay Wakasey. This is the Mental Edge Podcast. We're getting quickie with it. We out. We out. We out. We out. We out. Sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Edge Podcast. Please remember to like, subscribe, follow, and share. Until next week.